Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Let's talk about underdog fantasy. Underdog fantasy is the best and easiest place to play fantasy football for big cash prizes. An underdog fantasy you just draft. No need to worry about waivers, lineups, or injuries. Underdog handles it all for you. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app, draft a season-long best ball team, and that's it. No in-season management. They're going to give you $25 when you sign up so you can take a free shot at a $1 million grand prize in their fantasy football tournament. That's right. You can get a free $25 in bonus cash on underdog fantasy if you use the code KIME, K-E-I-M, when you make your first deposit. I love underdog because it's just so easy to use. The mobile app is slick. The website is user-friendly. So do what I've been doing. Go to underdogfantasy.com, join a league, draft a team, and that's it. You're good for the season. Remember, go to underdogfantasy.com, the App Store, or the Google Play Store, sign up with the code KIME, K-E-I-M, and get a free $25 in bonus cash. Empire. Hello and welcome to my podcast. Today, another quick practice report for Monday, August 9th. It was one of the hotter days of practices this summer, upper 80s, very humid. They're also lucky that they're off later in the week as Thursday and Friday in Ashburn, it's going to be in the upper 90s. Stay tuned for a traffic report after the break. Just kidding. As always, check out mine and my colleagues' work on ESPN.com. We file daily nuggets from every training camp, so it's a good way to get all caught up in one place. Now, let's get to it. It's become a thing in practice how the daily work ends with a Steven Montez pick in the end zone. It's now, I believe, four times in five practices that Montez has thrown a practice ending interception. Today, he lofted a ball to the back of the end zone for receiver Tony Brown. Troy Epke was there, made a leaping interception, practice over. Montez, though, knows his deal is to throw the ball somehow, somewhere, so if nobody is open, he's going to force it. It doesn't, pay him, doesn't do him any good just to take off running. That's not what he's going to be paid to do. It doesn't help anybody. However, he also has struggled throughout training camp. He looks like someone who is far away from being able to contribute to a roster. At best, he's a practice squad guy. I think everybody knew that going in. He's worked on some special teams units during individual work to see if there's a way he could help there. Haven't seen him on the field in full team special teams work. Um, For the record, Danny Johnson picked him off twice, and Daryl Roberts got him once in those ending sessions. And today, Johnson also made and picked him off in the end zone a ball that was thrown to Steven Sims. Sims kind of fell down. It wouldn't have mattered. The ball wasn't there. Johnson makes a leaping pick. Now from our side, couldn't tell if Johnson got his feet in bounds. Good play nonetheless. Johnson will be interesting for final cuts. He too is on a lot of special teams, plus he can return. He's also a better corner than Troy Apke. I also liked how Johnson, he's got more versatility. Than also liked how he played a stack formation inside the 10. Johnson stayed inside as he's supposed to do on this particular coverage. Very disciplined. Ball goes to Tony Brown, who was running a slant inside. Ball's incomplete. 
if Johnson was right there, it would have been dropped for no gain. For what it's worth, both Johnson and Apke are listed as third corners on the depth chart, which really means they're about the fifth and sixth guys at their at the position. I'm not sure which one would be fifth, which one is sixth. I'll get more to the depth charts in a minute. Quarterback Taylor Heineke had his foot stepped on in one full team drill today, came up somewhat wobbly, shaking his foot a little bit, maybe seemed to affect him for a few, for a series or two, never missed a down, um, however, and eventually was able to plant and throw the ball. I didn't think it was a big deal. Um, certainly just something that kind of, you know, shook him for a minute. One guy I haven't talked much about is running back Peyton Barber, and now I am going to. I feel he's had a solid camp. I know people in the building think that as well. Again, as I've always said, the key with running backs is how they perform in games. A lot of them can look good in practice, so take this for what it's worth. But Barber lost around 10 pounds this offseason, looks quicker than last year, especially on some pass routes out of the backfield. He was limited to mostly being a short yardage guy last year with some fill-in duty for Antonio Gibson. But if the way he looks in camp transfers to games, he could be a bigger help. Not saying huge, don't know that yet. We, there's a, but there is a difference in his game. Again, let's see how it translates to the real games. I have seen him do some some really good one-on-one work. And again, the pass, the pass route drills where I feel like he's selling the outside route well. And it's funny because I think I told you the other day, there was one route that I felt like he kind of ran a little bit lazy in practice with the, with the um, attempt at a head fake where he basically is turning his head before he even gets to the line of scrimmage. It's a dead give, off, give giveaway that he's not going to that side. But when I saw him run it against a one-on-one drill, he crosses the line, gives the head fake, gets the guy leaning, cuts back inside, just a nice route. And I've seen that more than a few times from him. So we'll see where it goes. The depth chart was released today, and one thing you should know, more often than not, it's the PR staff that compiles it with information from the coaches, but it's not always full information. Some coaches might say, I only care about the first two units and then not give you any others, and you can just put it together yourself. Other people, in some cases, will say, well, at this spot, do this. Sometimes they try to hide guys with putting a guy in a certain spot. So it's telling, but not always completely accurate or or an indicator of where everything's at. The noteworthy part was at tight end, where Ricky Seals-Jones is listed as the fifth tight end behind even Samus Reyes. That's bad news for Seals-Jones. Good news for Tamaric Hemingway, and I've told you he's at a good camp. I also think it reflects their desire to try to develop Reyes over the next year or so. And I do believe the tight end one was an accurate representation of where they're at. Running back Jared Patterson was listed as the fifth running back. My understanding is he's probably more the, like the fourth back. I also think he's likely a practice squad guy worth developing. But we'll, again, just see how it goes in the preseason games. One note on Reyes, he had, he had a tough day with Coach Pete, with Pete, Coach, tight ends coach Pete Hayner, to say the least. Or rather, Hayner was all over him early in some position drills, wanting to be a lot more physical with his pads on, even called him soft at one point. Hayner always, always gets his point across. At one point, he told Reyes, study your shit. Don't just talk about it. There was an F-bomb in there, too. But go back and listen to to my interview with Reyes that he did with me before training camp. He likes this sort of coaching because he he knows it's the only way he's going to improve. So he can take it. And again, there's a ton he has to learn, and there's been progress. He stayed after practice today with another offensive assistant just to work on his footwork on various blocks, which foot to push off of, against very a different look it can change based on 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 the alignment of the player across from so there's so much to learn but he is putting in the time to do so washington did some scout team work to get ready for thursday's game against the patriots as ron rivera said they do want to look good in the game at one point 
um, offensive line coach John Matsko barked at one of the defenders, linebacker Justin Phillips, because he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do in order to give the offense a good look on those particular reps. As Matsko shot to him, you busted it twice. I like that they're demanding on these looks. I think it makes them better. You get a good look from your scout team. And I think you need to demand the good look from your scout team. And that's how you do it. And that's how you get a good look for your offense. Charles Leno, offensive tackle, and Chase Young squared off in one-on-ones. And in the first one, Young used a power move just to drive Leno back. Wouldn't say it stunned him, but it was very effective. And it appears that's where he had the harder time against Young. He's not the biggest tackle. Young got his hands into him, and it was, and then that was it. When Young tried to use more finesse and use a speed rush to get outside, Leno did an excellent job moving his feet and riding him wide. I also liked how Sam Cosme did the same against Montez Sweat, riding him outside on his on a, one of their reps. Speaking of Sweat, there was one play in full team drills in which he basically swallowed up a receiver, DeAndre Carter, in his arms on a jet sweep around the right end. I believe I heard another F-bomb out of Sweat as well after the play. Benjamin St. Juice got some times with the ones at corner as William Jackson III was limited to position drills only. He, he sat out Friday with that Charlie horse, um, did some work yesterday. I like how St. Juice is progressing, and this is a good chance for him to get work against good receivers, guys that he would cover in, if he were playing a real game, notably Terry McLaurin. I liked how on one series he faced a different style receiver each time. He covered McLaurin one play, did a nice job on him and man. McLaurin tried to take him inside, cut back out. Um, St. Juice stayed underneath him, right on him, good eyes, um, read him well, never seemed to be faked out, ball went to the other side. Next play, faces Adam Humphreys, different style of receiver, ball went elsewhere. Later, he faced a taller Cam Sims. Sims tried to go inside, St. Juice was on him, nice work, patient, ball went elsewhere. I also liked how on one screen pass to Terry McLaurin, what, he turned it into a long game. The first thing he did at the end, he complimented the block of Cam Sims. Good shit, 8-9. He also told Adam Humphreys he had a nice block as well. That was the first thing he did after that play. That's why guys like to block for that guy. And by the way, speaking of the receiver screens, one thing I've noticed on Deami Brown, I think he does a nice job. He's got that plant and go quickness. I think he's going to do well on that. I've seen that on other passes as well, where he's able to take and get into his, to basically take and turn up field really quick. And I think that's going to serve him and the offense well. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, folks, would you like free tickets for the preseason game against the Baltimore Ravens? Well, you're in luck because our sponsor, Prosper Insurance, is giving a ticket to anyone who gets a home and auto quote with them. You don't even have to buy a policy to get the free ticket, although the savings will absolutely make you want to switch today. 
Finding the right insurance can be a pain, but Prosper makes the process easy, all while providing great service and advice. Their licensed advisors shop the market with top companies like Allstate, Nationwide, Progressive, Travelers, and more to find you the perfect coverage at a great rate, which is just a few of the many reasons why Prosper has over 1,000 five-star reviews on Google. You have nothing to lose. Simply visit prosper.insurance.com to get your quote and a free ticket to the Baltimore preseason game on August 28th. That's prosper.insurance.com, K-E-I-M, no.com. Get ready to feel good about your insurance. Anyway, that's it for me. Tomorrow, I'll have another practice report, the last one before Thursday's preseason game against New England. Plus, I'll have a good conversation with linebacker Khalid Hudson. Talk to you next time.